head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to the Ringer Wrestling Show, WWE Extreme Rules Live After Show. We recorded this thing on Green Room, me, Kaz, Evan Mack, uh, so it might be a little bit more organic sounding than uh, your than your average episode of the podcast, but these were real reactions live in real time after seeing a top turnbuckle break decide the future of professional wrestling. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. First battle season one champion, Mike Long. The king of sad stop. The silver lake heartthrob. It's Troy Kirby. It's Nick Mundy. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. Zach Linder. Dan Black, a.k.a. the Goofaraja. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening. You're listening to this. You're listening to. You are listening to. You're listening. You're listening. listening You're listening to the Masked Man Show. 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 Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for hanging out. That was WWE Extreme Rules. You know. About right before that ending of the main event, yep. I was saying uh, this all felt like a setup show to, well, several other things that are on the way. Um, but I wasn't mad about it at all. You know, I was enjoying right. I was enjoying the ride the whole way. I'm not. Here's the thing about Green Room. We do these podcasts right after pay-per-views, but we right. still have like they're like immediate reaction podcasts, but we still have like five, ten minutes to collect our thoughts. <laughs> Uh, with the green room, we just start going right away. I don't know what thoughts I have, man. I don't, this, this, that was a, that was a, that was a choice. I'm reading, um, I'm reading the comments and people are echoing your sentiments. Um, people are very, 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 very confused. How about this? Let's start with this one. Evan, if you were WWE head writer tomorrow, (laughs) I'm not saying that they don't have something great in store, but if you were the head writer tomorrow and they were like, yeah, we lost the script. How do what do we what was the point? You got to explain that ending of that pay per view match. What do you what is your what is your booking solution? Yeah, it's it's not that though. It's not making the rope break after a really really good match and and doing things. And it, you, when you they they painted themselves in a corner because there's no holds barred. Um, like I I I thought this was a good a time as any to take the title off of Roman with Brock Lesnar coming in and, uh, and messing things up. Like, is it because it still protects Roman and makes him look good, and he has he has a reason to go after Brock, and um, you put the title on the demon, and then you kind of figure things out that way. Um, I, I was this this match has always sem- seemed a little weird to me because it only could have went one way, you know what I mean? So I always thought this was the perfect time to throw the monkey wrench in the operation and have fans actually shocked for once in a long time. Kaz, 
here I'll yes. ask you the same thing I wrote Evan. If you show up to work at WWE tomorrow and they're like, "Shit, we forgot the script. How do we? What, what were we supposed to do? What? What, uh, what? Make up a solution. Make make up a story behind why the top rope broke in the main event. What is your I'm, best case I'm, scenario? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. That was that was man. That could have mm. been so cool, and then it wasn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got to keep it 100, man. That could have been so cool. Like, it made sense with, you know, that the demon sort of, like, popping up back to life and giving them something cool, like, something supernatural. And then, like, I don't understand if you could come back from getting speared through a barricade and getting jumped by three people, but, like... Falling four feet off the ground is is your kryptonite. It was weird. I I don't know. Maybe like Paul Heyman was doing some sneaky stuff or or toying with the turnbuckle or something. But that was just a, a bad I, man. That was Here's a rough thing. ending. That was a yeah, rough ending. Yeah. First of all, there was a lot. Of, by the way, get your questions in the chat, guys. If you want to ask yeah. questions, our producer Steve's going to ask them. Uh, I don't think producer Steve knows much about wrestling, too. So just see what kind of nutty questions you can get through. The funnier, the better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do got. I do got the KRS ratings. By the way, for those asking, the KRS oh, rating. Oh yes. Is this complete and ready to roll? <laughs> the CAS rating system has has uh, that. I guess that was launched this weekend, and now much, it's in full much effect. respect. Much respect to Dave Meltzer, but the streets needed a new standard. So we are we are rating this show <laughs> on the CAS. Much respect to Meltzer, one of the greatest wrestling historians. But you know, what I'm saying it's a, it's a different time. So let's get it. I'm ready. All right, so. Um, there was a lot going on there at the end of the main event, right? The Usos came in. I was happy to see that, frankly, because I thought the Usos, like you guys were talking about, the Usos gave cover potentially for a for a Finn Balor win, right? I mean, as soon as they're like they're out there messing around, it's like if Finn fights through, then you know whatever, or you know just to, just to set up whatever they wanted to set up. Then Finn fights back. That gets pretty exciting. Then uh, Roman comes out, spears Finn through the barricade, which. And the I think in the in the all time barricade spear rankings that might be at the top. That was a sick spot. I mean, it looked that was really a sick really spot good for real, definitely. And then we get introduced to the fact that the that the uh, the demon has uh, spooky mystical powers and can like uh, you know can be brought back to life by uh, yeah. by the sound system, which is yeah. fine and cool and interesting in its own way. Um, it did seem like we were setting up a really cool moment with the the lighting was all wacky and the smoke was too much and everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the thing. And then the top rope broke. I don't understand why it was. I don't understand why they went through everything they did with the resuscitation. I don't know why the lights were all bonkers. I don't know why, except unless to, except to set up a Finn Balor win. And then it was the top rope breaking. And I don't again. I said this, I think, Kaz, before you got on. But like er, basically everything tonight was a setup for either crown jewel or SummerSlam, or mm. or potentially this week on raw or smackdown which is a whole nother conversation we can have later on but man like i don't want to watch smackdown to find out that paul Heyman messed with the turnbuckles i don't want to i'm not interested to know that like there's a new wrestler whose whole thing is messing with turnbuckles or something and that's i mean i, I don't know I, I can't imagine what this is it's going to get is going to make it better but i mean it was a really fun match and i can't say i'm like so shocked by the ending that i'm sad but anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's not it wasn't bad enough for me to poo poo on the whole show because I do think it was a good show. I think all the matches did really well. I mean, there were some matches I could have went without. But I mean, it, the the one thing that really bothered me about that ending was just the split of doing something really cool and then really corny with like five minutes apart. Right. right. <laughs> like, you know, I, I gave, you know, the New Jack reference on Twitter. And I was like, I haven't seen somebody get their ass whooped to their own theme music since New Jack. And I'm like, this is awesome. You know what I mean? And it made and it made like as it was building up, as the music was playing and he was kicking ass and about to do the coup de gras, I'm like, holy shit, they're really about to put the title on Finn. Like this, this is a cool way to do it in a way that made sense. And then just to kind of make it all for sort of not, it it definitely makes it feel uh, kind of weak. It was a weak ending, but it, it, man, they had they had an opportunity to do something really cool and kind of got. You feel like they got like trigger shy, like just pull the trigger. Like if you're gonna do something cool like that, go all the way with it. So we remember it later on. So when you do do it again. 
You know what I'm saying? We understand why it's such a moment. So now that you did something that cool and realized that like something small like a turnbuckle breaking could, you know, ruin it, it kind of it kind of defeats the purpose, you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. totally do, totally do. Okay, Henry asks this is from the chat. Henry is asking us, why does WWE seem to love to send us home upset? Um it's <laughs> a good question. Um, Evan, you want to take that one? You know, you know it's interesting because I'm reading stuff like Brian May- Mayorga said they should like change, they should stop calling it extreme rules. And I'm like, I, I, I and like, and then the one uh, other gentleman, if I'm sorry if I missed you, bro, saying like extreme rules match ending in a DQ. You know, like it's one of those things where that that that's probably what rubs me the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like it's it it hasn't feel, felt like extreme rules in a long time. You know what I mean? Like it just it it has it, man. You know what I mean. I know Sasha coming back and things like that, but man, like that just I'm like, damn that that it just bothers me, man. When it's like that's like why why call it that? Is it is it is it to get well? Cut? Okay, <laughs> listen. Far be it far be it for me to defend this because I I don't actually don't, don't I don't actually want to defend it too much. But I will say it's this: it's a fair it's a fair question from Brian. It's a Brian very Mayorga. fair question. We all had fun joking around about how it should just be called rules last week and stuff. I mean, it was like it was a. <laughs> It was weird to be doing this pay-per-view with only one Extreme Rules match. Now, to be fair, in yep. years past, there we have we meaning we the internet wrestling community broadly defined have spent plenty of time complaining about how it's silly to have like all these different matches with all these different rules and like every match kind of distract. Like if if every match is a chair match or a tables match, it kind of dis- detracts from the main event being an Extreme Rules match. People have complained the other way a little bit. Now, damn, that's crazy. They just be complaining, huh? To be and to be fair to the Bianca Belair Becky Lynch match, it was not. It was just a regular match. I don't think it had an extreme rules extreme rules stipulation. Now you might be confused about that if you watch the the promo package and heard Becky Lynch say anything goes. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird. Oh man, that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that you know that that was just a regular disqualification. It was strange. I mean, it does sort of seem like. If you if you're gonna have gimmick pay per views, then yeah. maybe th- those aren't the nights to start with the ending and book backwards. You know, like like yeah 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 yeah. I like that's 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 a that's pretty good thought right there. I kind of I guess that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean it's also a good reason to not have these gimmick pay per views because it's not they never there's yeah. never as good as these things can be organically. They're like a like a extreme rules match organically can be a lot more meaningful and. You end up having nights like tonight where you wish you weren't having an extreme, you know, a gimmick pay-per-view at all, but you still have one. You know, it's easier to sell. We all know that, but it's just, <clears throat> I don't know, it seems well, that was all just that called stuff. it like backlash or something. And, <laughs> and I would yeah. have enjoyed it way more, you know, and it's something that simple. Like they literally hey, could have called it anything else. At least we didn't have it. to spend, at least we didn't have to spend the past month with just like every random person on the card just randomly getting into chair-based arguments with their opponent, <laughs> right? We don't get hit with a random set of stairs. Yeah, like, we, yeah exactly. wait a minute. We didn't have tables, to, yeah, ladders, we, and chairs and stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is it, it, it I mean, listen, uh, after I, I was a big fan of just about I mean, I was a big fan of the entire show. I enjoyed every match, you know, but after but after the yep. the and, and I was really excited to see Sasha back. I mean, like I'm not mad about that as an ending in a vacuum because yeah. I didn't think this re- this feud was, you know, I mean... I wasn't th- ready to see any of them lose clean anyway. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so and, I get it. And, and and we got a good match, and we can talk more about that too. But I do think that the one-two punch of the, of the uh, you know, Sasha, Sasha DQing in the Women's Championship match and then the rope break ending the main event, um, that was just a weird, very bizarre decision to have those two things go back to back right i mean in any on any other night you would have booked uh, it's it feels to me like you would have booked that rope spot to be like the 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 second to last match or even to open the night because you're like well we don't want to send the crowd home with it with with an inexplicable broken top rope right i mean i don't (laughs) know it almost feels like they could have booked the show backwards like they could have started the show with that and ended it with (laughs) that the new day versus bobby almost an AJ, but they didn't have anything really booked into getting Lashley into a team with AJ and almost. So I, yeah, I don't know. Like that was weird. It was really weird. Well, I'm not really, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not mad about that either. I think, I mean, I know I personally have been saying for a while that WWE doesn't need to have every title defended on every show. And they, you know, if, if, if they're, if they want to do it every other or something, that'll make it seem more significant. And, and now, I mean, it seems like they're obviously setting up for a big show on tomorrow night on raw, which is, 
fun and interesting in its own right. But let's keep going. Uh, Alec asks, what do you think of, uh, what do you think the SmackDown women's title picture looks like now that Banks is back? Who wants this, Kaz? I'll take this. Um, I think we're heading towards Bianca, Bianca, Banks, and Becky in Brooklyn. It's going to be quadruple Bs, well, quintuple Bs. Bianca, Becks, Bailey, Bianca, Becky, <laughs> Banks, in Brooklyn at Barclays. It's going to be five Bs uh, at SmackDown. Um, I don't know. I don't think any. I don't think any of those three are moving brands. Um, I mean, I could see a world where Bianca Belair moves over to Raw and we see Bianca versus Charlotte. But um, I, I think I think we're heading towards that triple threat, man. I still think that 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 story hasn't been closed yet since SummerSlam, since you know Sasha Banks sort of just kind of like disappeared during uh, you know uh, that 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 buildup. But uh, yeah, I think I think that it's going to be those three kind of running that women's division with a sprinkle of uh, you know Liv Morgan, I guess, in there and uh, Char- Charlotte. Um, Carmella and Zelina Vega, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's it's got to, you know, it's Fox. They got to stack the show. They got to stack SmackDown. Like, I mean, I don't think, I think a Bianca Belair is is somebody who needs to be on Fox every week anyway. So, um, nah, I think it's going to be that triple threat going in the Survivor Series in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it would be a real shame if they removed one of the one of the three of them from the equation before SummerSlam I mean, before Survivor Series uh, there's yeah, well, just the draft is this week so I mean it, there's definitely opportunity yeah it, anything could happen anything could happen I mean listen the, the draft is always fun yeah I mean listen there's a couple I think we could all imagine a couple of draft picks actually let's save this for the end we'll, we'll do draft talk at the end of the show all right Evan Gary asks uh what what's, what is a kayfabe reason or what are all what kayfabe reasons why the top rope broke at the end of the main event <laughs> I know. Listen, I, like I said, it was it was a choice. Just like you said, it was a choice that they made something different, something they had to do to to keep Roman on top by you know, like, like without truly beating Finn clean. So they had the rope break. It was something they chose to do. Uh, like I said, whether it was the right choice, I don't know. But all all I know is the sentiment so far in the chat is no, 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 no. You know what I mean? I haven't seen one person on the chat so far say they like that ending. So I, I got I got to side with the people, man. It was a bad ending, man. It was a bad ending on a on a on a otherwise sh- I mean, we're show. One that, person. Yeah, the show the show the show was better than it had any right to be. I know I, I complain Agreed. about like, you know, not really having a lot of extreme rules matches and what does extreme rules match mean in WWE terms in 2021? Like given that, it was still a pretty good show, pretty good matches, but Oh, really good. The yeah. The best thing you gotta do, man, is send the crowd home either intrigued or happy. And not upset, you know what I'm saying? And that's <laughs> that's that's one thing you don't do. So you gotta you gotta you know it's gotta take a little bit of a hit for that. It's true. Uh, all right, where does the uh, Drew ask? Where does the Alexa Bliss Charlotte match rank an all time list of wrestlers losing in their hometowns? <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> uh, I don't think that li- I don't think it's possible to do those rankings. I mean, that's just like it's. Uh, it, I feel like they're all the same amount of heartbreaking and just sort of ignorable at this point. That said, we should talk about that match a little bit. I don't know if you want to. If we start at the beginning and go to the end, or start at the end and go to the beginning, <laughs> I'll just say. Man, that was a surprisingly good match. Uh, they, oh, they absolutely! Had great chemistry. You know, there's a point that you, sometimes they can do the thing in a match where they like trick you into thinking that somebody can win, like they did with Finn tonight, or you know, like that happens a lot in the big matches, right? They, they if a match is really well told, even though if you're sure who some one guy's going to win, they can the the intensity of the match can convince you it's the other person. I had a slightly different reaction to this match. About halfway through, I was like. No, like Alexa is good enough in this match to make me think she can win, right? Like, like, it, like, I, she was just like holding her own. And I was like, yeah, she could totally be the champion. Let's just let her be the champion. It'll be totally fun. And then she lost, and then she got her, her doll got killed, and uh, the crowd was chanting "Thank you, Lily," which is one of the all-time great moments of crowds taking over the show. And then she, yeah. I guess, put had like an Alka Seltzer in her. I mean. It was yeah. supposed to be a gimmick to make her mouth foam at yeah, the I mouth. Yeah, I think she was trying to foam out the mouth. And uh, yeah. I don't know if she hit that water too hard or, or she had to chew down. They got to chew down in the mouth of Celtics. They could be tricky. As somebody who has some bubble gut problems here and there, you got to make sure you, you, you chew down on the alcohol seltzer and gargle the water. And I think... Uh, I don't think Alexa chewed down on it really hard. So it just kind of looked like a gooey white 
uh, I don't know. Like she looked like she was just chewing on loose leaf. You know what I mean? Like just a crumpled up ball of loose leaf <laughs> and just yelling at a doll. And I was like, all right. I mean, I get the, I get the, I get what you're trying to do, but you know, it was, it's it was tough, great. man. That's live, man. Live TV. It's live, the, baby. Ain't no, ain't no second takes on live TV, oh, man. God, so I ain't no. mad at it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was more mad about the fact that they just kept pointing the camera at the thing on her tongue. I, you know, things are going to go wrong, but that just seemed like a weird decision. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that was um, that was really interesting. I don't know. I mean, but but all in all, I, I told a lot of people who were like, who seemed. I mean, I'm sure this has been going on. I wasn't paying attention. A lot of people were just sort of like in this gimmick already. Like enough with the spooky, the spooky Alexa. I mean. I don't hate this gimmick. I mean, I don't. I know that there's a limit to. I mean, all these things sort of become repetitive after a while. But I don't know. I mean, I think you can tweak it. I think putting making her champion and making her some sort of like, you know, I, like I, Mar I Marvel villain think. Dark Queen could have been a lot of fun or something. But uh, but I guess that's kind of changing the gimmick too. What were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I I feel them trying to you know do the Harley Quinn stuff with with uh, yeah, Alexa yeah, yeah, Bliss, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just felt like. Uh, I think I kind of feel bad for her because she was kind of backed into like a weird corner with this gimmick where, you know, it kind of came up with Bray Wyatt and, you know, and now Bray Wyatt's not there and you could kind of tell like it's pretty obvious that like, you know, creatively Bray probably was very hands on with Alexis character and, yeah. and yeah. you know, himself, I'm sure his own character and just knowing how that stuff works, how hands on he is with a lot of his stuff and how much he fights to get stuff on TV. And you can kind of tell the difference from, you know, him not being there. So I think it would just benefit Alexa. You know, I mean, I'm sure she's doing well with it. Like, I, I know they've tried to tweak it to be a little bit more, you know, not family friendly, but a little bit more digestible instead of like the super satanic, crazy stuff Bray Wyatt was doing. So, I mean, I I think it would just be better off for her, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it feels like she's kind of backed into a corner with this gimmick. And I'm assuming yeah, she's. Yeah, she's made lemonade, man, better than most people that I've ever seen. You know, with a, with a character, man, she's she's doing the best she can with with what she was given, though, for real, bro. I don't even think she's doing the best she. I mean, she's doing the best she can, but I think she's doing great. Like, I don't I don't have any problem with this at all. I mean, I understand this, like the backstory of the whole thing, the behind the scenes is kind of awkward, but I I mean, I, I enjoy that. I mean, it's not like oh no. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like just, just like Kaz was saying, like she kind of was like thrust into this. Oh no, I know, into, I know. She's went into an awkward spot. Like I said, under the circumstances, I think she's doing pretty well. Yeah, she's doing, she's doing really, really well. All right, uh, our babyface uh, production assistant John is not here, but <laughs> but uh, we still we still have to ask. What was the one skip match of the night, guys? What was your, what was your one skip? I guess it has to be the Intercontinental title. I mean, the the U.S. the U.S. title match. I, well, let me refer to the the, the Kaz rating system right now. <laughs> so, uh, in the, the in the booty butt cheeks section, there was three things. All right, it's the one star booty butt cheeks, Alka Seltzer under booty butt cheeks, the main event finish, obviously, and I will go Priest, Sheamus, and. Uh, What's his name? Jeff, and, Hardy. Uh, Jeff what's Hardy. his name? You know, not what's his name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there were some moments there that, you know, I think the ending was was kind of, I hate distraction roll-up finishes. But it was, but there were like five teases that we all bought into before the distraction roll-up. Like, I agree. I would have gone with something that like, you know, a kick to the head instead of the roll-up. But I like that whole end game I was really into. I mean, God bless, God bless Corey Graves as well, who was covering a lot of a, a couple of pretty noticeable fuck ups um, during that match. But um, yeah, man, like I understand like why that match worked for that crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you yeah, understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy, as soon as just standing there is is over like Rover. Like he's been over, for, it would be over for twenty straight years. He's, man. he's been over <laughs> longer than a lot of the people in this room has been it's alive. Crazy. Okay, it's so, crazy. Yo. He's been over it's that crazy. long, so yo. I understand what they're doing. You know what I mean? Trying to build Damian Priest and trying to make him a credible champion. So I get that, and I think a part of me kind of knew in the back of my head there was no way Jeff Hardy was going to win this. So all the false finishes just kind of made me like even like it made me more mad as as the match kept going on. I'm like, oh gosh, okay, okay, all right. And then it <laughs> ends with a distraction roll up finish. I'm like, all right. If it was a one skip match, I could have definitely skipped that for sure. Yeah, 
Hold up. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, Brian Goodchild says, why does Kaz think pro wrestling is easy? I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. Pro wrestling is Hold easy. Where does that, that come what, from? Is that what I'm you saying? Say, did you say did you say did you say that? <laughs> is that what I'm saying, bro? Like, goddamn, all I'm saying. First off, I'm giving credit where credit is due in every single part of the match that I like. I'm just mentioning <laughs> the parts that I didn't like. Goddamn. <laughs> of course, pro wrestling isn't easy. Jesus. Apparently it is. Heel Kaz in the building. Yes, yo. sir. Heel Kaz only comes out after pay per views. <laughs> right? That's the only time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We don't get the we don't get to catch our breath. Ron here, green room, just 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 spitting the truth. Now you know we don't yes. have any the, no not, opportunity. No filter. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Serious question. With the reaction that Jeff Hardy got almost getting the pin there at the end, this has been bubbling up for a while. Can we, can Jeff Hardy, can Jeff Hardy get another run at the top of the card? Could Jeff Hardy carry a show for a minute? Like if um, you, if you booked him, if you booked him to the top. So here's, here's a problem. Here's a problem that WWE has a lot, right? Like they have like 10 guys that can do that. And yeah. Jeff Hardy's like at the top of them, right? Like, Je it, like Shinsuke Nakamura, for example, right? Shinsuke's not, you know, he's the Intercontinental Champion, but he's not really doing much. You can take three weeks and get Shinsuke Nakamura looking like a main event threat, right? And no question. you could do the same thing with Jeff Hardy. You could do the same thing with a lot of people on the WWE roster, especially like dudes have a re that have already been world champion. Guys like Sheamus, guys like Jeff, guys like Drew, like all these dudes. Um, would I want to see one more Jeff Hardy run. I think it's possible. I think it's, I think it's, I don't even think it's just possible. I think it's a good business sense because Jeff Hardy is still wildly popular. And the day that he either leaves WWE or stops wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be a big undertaker, like send off, you know what I'm saying? Like not undertaker in the sense of like, you know, being around that long, but like he's Jeff Hardy's a big deal. And I don't think he's going to be one of those dudes that's just going to just be like, okay, this is my last match. I'm out. Like if, w, you know, if WWE had any sense, they would, they would at least get one last, you know, squeeze of the, squeeze of the orange out of him. Why not? Right. Exactly. Why not? 
Yeah, but to answer your question, Oshimaki, yeah, of course, man, they do it the right way, man. And you can see how over this dude is every single every single time he goes to the live crowd and how people still love and admire and respect what he's done for the business and what he represents. You know, why not give him more one more, more shot at the mountaintop, man? That would be a really fun project. I I guess my my question, my deeper question is, is there a ceiling? You know, is there is there like a limit to the goodwill, right? Or or do, or does the goodwill outweigh the actual fandom? I guess that's a better way to say it, mm. right? Like like he's just so amazing, man. He's just so amazing, and I and I it, it's the reactions that he gets for almost winning are just inexplicable. But I guess you could do it in the mid card too. I really like him, man. There was a rumor this week or last week that he wants to bring Willow back for a run in WWE, which like. I rolled my eyes at, and then I started googling Willow. You know, I was like looking at old, watching old matches and stuff, and I was like, you know, what? that's not a terrible idea, man. That's it. I mean, like it's I don't know. I, I I love Jeff, man. I love it, and he's he's you know he's he's got he's obviously got some left in the tank. Yeah, he. I mean, he Clearly. looked pretty good. He looked pretty good tonight, man. And uh, damn, Aaron Aaron Aguirre. I'm shouting out everybody in the group chat because people who got stuff to say, I got to go at them. Aaron Aguirre said Jeff can't talk though. Jeff don't need to talk, all right? Jeff Jeff got more charisma in his pinky toe than most wrestlers got in his whole body. That's another that's another thing. I, I think we I think we pick and choose who should be able to cut promos. I think we really do. I think we choose yeah. who we think should be able to cut a promo. And, and it's just it's a quick way to put somebody at the back of the bus. Yeah. I don't cause let's be real, man. Not not everyone can cut a promo like like they think they can. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. There's that's why you only mention like four or five people when it comes to promos. Like, not everyone can cut a, a world-class promo. You're not gonna get hard times like all the time for people. You just not though. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll even say this, man. There's certain folks that, you know, I think people say, you know, you can't cut promos as a way of being like an easy cop out when it comes to certain. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like there's more great wrestlers that are just I promos than I'll put like this. A great promo can, you know, make you a bigger deal. But if you're a great act or a great wrestler. A great promo or a bad promo isn't going to sway you either way. Like it's gonna, it's not going to hurt you, but it helps you. You know, so I, like, yeah, like that's like, like, cause everyone say, do you does Ricochet really need to cut a promo? For no, real? no, you give Ricochet what? twenty minutes and let him just <laughs> do Ricochet things, and people will be like, oh yeah, I would pay every cent in my wallet to watch this dude wrestle every time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing with Jeff. If you're if the implication is that Jeff isn't a good promo though, if the I mean and I'm not trying to make it make this like an attack, but if the implication is that like he's the brother who's a bad promo, like Matt's not Matt was never a good promo either until he started no. playing a goofy character. <laughs> yes. And then it's like now we're just like, oh, we laugh, so he's like a Broken. good promo. Like Broken. <laughs> Yeah, and and Jeff is, I mean, Jeff's not going to be that guy. I actually don't love Jeff when he's trying to do Willow or doing whatever, you know, like trying to be too serious, but Jeff could be, Jeff's a fine, like if Jeff were coming up in Memphis in the 80s, no one would be like, he's a bad promo. He's got, he's got a Southern accent. He can, he can just be real basic and yell at the camera. That's fine. He's going to be fine. Like that, that part I don't care about. I think you got to get a little more real with him if you want to give him a big push anyway, but man. It's easy to get excited about Jeff Hardy. And you're right, Kaz, about like the the sort of microwave guys, right? It's just like like the yeah, like the TV dinner class. Like you can yeah, just get that can... guy ready to go. And and it's uh, uh so Nakamura. Brian, Brian Brian Goodchild said something. He says, Hasn't Jeff Hardy kind of transcended title runs? He's awesome with or without the belt. I'm not saying he needs a, a run with the title, but like a story when he's chasing the title one last yeah. time. I could I could get behind that a million one times. La- if over. you could do you could do one last time with him to WrestleMania this year, and ma- and make that freaking huge. He doesn't even have to retire at the end, but he's old enough that it would be believable, right? You know, and 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 people. Could, I think I think that's it. Would be super interesting to watch the to watch that happen. Now, who Jeff knows? Jeff Hardy is mainstream. Like Jeff Hardy is one of those names that casual even folks that don't even watch wrestling know who he is you know what i'm saying oh, like yeah. uh, he's he's one of them dudes you don't need to do much for him to get him warmed up he's 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 a he's a he's a star regardless all right let's keep let's keep rolling get your questions in the chat so we can answer them ryan asks what's next for uh, finn or the demon aka the demon now do you think they use that music power up again what to the second question absolutely one million percent true i think what we saw tonight was uh, you know the game plan, or at least a sketch for what's future, what's, what's coming for the demon. Now, when he when they pulled the demon out right now, I'm of the the group of people who's uh generally sort of 
you know, we should keep we should keep Demon use at a minimum and let Finn be cool Finn and just sort of go with that. But they went all, all, all in. And, you know, the costume was bigger than ever. The effects were crazier than ever. I kind of wish they had gone a little bit crazier on the entrance and made that all like red light and stuff too. But I don't mind. If they're going to go all in, I don't mind them going all in. And I think that they figured out what they can do. And, and to you know, I, th- I think they're really just going to push the, push the limits of this thing and make it as sort of marketing-centric as possible. But what's next for him? I mean, I don't know. You could definitely look at tonight's ending and say that this basically gives you like a holding note, so that so that Roman can go go off and have a have a feud with Brock Lesnar, you know, and just until Crown Jewel or whatever, and then we can get Finn right back in the title picture uh, for Survivor Series or or you know whatever at any point after that. Um, but I think overall, if you're a fan of Finn Balor, and maybe I'm crazy, but despite that ending and despite you know, losing and everything else. I think you should feel more hopeful than when you came in tonight, because if there was one thing that was clear to me, at least it's that this was not Finn versus Roman was not Finn versus Brock Lesnar or Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, whatever, where it's like, Oh, it's a cool match. We're excited to see. But like, by the end, you're like, well, they're clearly not going to do anything with that other dude. Right. They, it really, really felt like there was an investment in Finn Balor in the demon that, there you got to see the pieces of tonight and nobody was going to beat Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, there's, there's almost a world where you could see, I mean, again, if, if, if they don't move shows, there's a world you can see Finn Balor as the top baby face on SmackDown. You yep. know what I mean? Like, and, and they, you know, there's, there's after there's, Rick Boogs, but yeah, Boogs, exactly. <laughs> but who knows, man? I'm just, it was, it was so cool. It was, it was a cool moment. And I guess, that's what I get. That's what I get for expecting something fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. That's what, I get. That's what you get. Yeah, because the, the match was the match was dope, man. Match I have no complaints. Good. It was it was great, man. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Well, we first out. Shout out to Roman Reigns for wearing his COVID mask in the crowd. We haven't mentioned Respect. that yet. Yeah. Uh, I was excited. I, I, I the only part of the match that I really didn't like was that somehow this uh, there was a moment where it seemed like this was turning into a whole nother like nutshot angle like as much as I as much as I you know like talk about WWE like not having enough continuity and not respecting you for paying attention and all that kind of stuff it seems like there's more continuity when it comes to nut shots than anything else sometimes <laughs> in this because every time somebody gets hit in the nuts it's like just like his opponent hit him in the nuts two weeks ago you're like how does how is that the thing that we remember like how- <laughs> like imagine imagine like, like going through it in the back i was like wait a minute wait a minute do you think you remember this no do you remember this no remember this no oh, bro bro let's go back to the time you had it yes Yes. Everybody remembers the, the low shot. blow. Everyone remembers that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Geez. But uh but I, I I don't know. I mean, I think that it, I think that we got I think there's a bright future for him. I think he's I think that I think um Finn is a really interesting candidate for the draft. I'll say that yes. because I there's Absolutely. A, there's a lot of people that fall into place kind of easily. I think my biggest question and we can just go move on to draft talk. I don't know if we have any draft questions, but uh but Oh, here we go. Neil asked, "Did we get any clues tonight on what may happen in the draft in a few weeks?" Is it in a few weeks? It's in a, it's not it's not this week, right? It's this it's this it's this week. Yeah, it's this uh, Friday. I think for me, the biggest question that I I don't even know if we talked about this in the show. I thought if there was one thing I was one hundred percent sure about, like for the past couple of months, it's that Drew McIntyre is going to SmackDown. I would just oh, say, yeah. like, I'll bet the house on that one. <laughs> wow! Wow! I didn't know you. That's interesting. The question I've had the whole time is, who could you possibly trade for Drew McIntyre that would seem legitimate? Right? I mean, it's not, it's not a trade, I know, but it's they're always swaps, right? You, it's a lot of times you'll see the if you see you'll see the IC champ swap for the US champ. And by the way, hundred percent, I think that's happening. I think we're going to get a little Nakamura, Nakamura and, and Boogs on Monday Night Raw, and and we'll see uh, the Archer of me try his hand on the SmackDown stage, but. It makes it does make it in terms of swaps. You could definitely talk yourself into Drew for Finn Balor, right? Like if you're like if that's sure. if if you're trying to sort of keep it even on both sides, Finn is the guy. Finn is a babyface who you could totally see making that jump. It's either that or they just you know. I mean, I guess I guess one of the traditions is that Kevin Owens switches shows every time, but I'm not even sure at this point <laughs> if Kevin Owens 
is in that super duper star category, uh, especially with his future up in the air. What do you guys think? What 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 what, what do you guys think about the draft? Any 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 ideas? I, I I was almost starting to talk myself into Bobby Lashley in the SmackDown. You know oh, what I mean? like, I interesting, thinking, interesting. You know, I was thinking either that or or maybe AJ Styles the SmackDown. Like that's another person. I, I AJ could, I and Kevin see. Owens just like dosy do. I mean, it's just like you know, it, like every year it seems like those yeah. guys are going either way. But 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 yeah, I mean, I think that the interesting thing you talk, we're talking about after tonight. I think the interesting thing about AJ is that Amos is like is could either go with him as like you know it's like a tag team or whatever or this could be the way you split them up and let the big guy yep. go off and do his own thing and AJ gets to Absolutely. sort of find his old magic so that part of it's sort of interesting I mean I don't know if, if there's you know a big answer there I think Lashley is really intriguing too because uh you know there's a lot of fun things you could do with him over there um but I I, I don't know I mean um it seems like we're going to keep the New Day on Raw. It feels like we'll probably keep the New Day get together on Raw. Uh, and then at that point, you just kind of start piecing everything else together. My my gut is that Lashley stays, but, man, I don't know. I mean, I, after tonight, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, after tonight, it seems like there's there's fewer people where I'm just like, that's a sure thing. You know, you can move around in the margins. You can switch Jeff Hardy or Sheamus or, you know, you can do do some stuff like that, but... I mean, the bloodline's probably not moving. The New Day's probably not moving. Yeah, I. My hope is that no one in the SmackDown women, that the, you know, the the three women in the in the that that were there at the end of the title match tonight. Uh, I my hope is that none of them move. But if somebody's moving, it seems like it's probably one of the, you know that the, they it would have to be one of them. I guess they could do a they could swap Bailey for somebody and make that sort of seem like a thing. Well, how long is Bailey out for? When, Bailey, when Bailey Bailey's got six more months out, probably. I mean, that'd be my Ooh. guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she she blew oh, out her goodness. knee, right? I mean, it's not. That's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty bad. That sucks. It's pretty bad. This is it's there, there's less. I mean, I feel like there's less sure things. There's less things that I not nothing's for sure, but there's less things that I could point to than usual, as, especially after tonight. I don't think there was there were any matches that ended where I was just like, yeah, forget about it. Although you know, if you look at that opening match, which was a lot of fun, if you look at that opening match, you could kind of in retrospect that might seem like a lot you know like that there'd be some obvious stuff in there yeah i think i think almost an aj i think i think they're going their separate ways i mean there's a possibility of like a montez ford singles push and probably well, separating okay the that's interesting profits. somebody got yeah, in just here somebody somebody just said it in the chat mm-hmm. oh, yeah the matt asked way a long time ago can the usos have a bad match and i think we should give that match a little bit of shine Oh yeah. No, the question, the answer is no. They don't. How is it? Guys, let me ask. <laughs> let me ask a question in the chat. How at, is it that we that we all there's this perception and a fairly legitimate one. I'm not trying to downplay it of WWE being a company where they don't really care about the tag team division very much. How is it that like they just have all these teams just putting on tag team bangers left and right? I mean, it's like I, when that match started. I don't know that I've been like that I found myself sort of like happier to see four guys in the ring than I have those four guys. <laughs> you know, it was like the height of the, of the new day of the new day. Usos few where you're just like, I just am happy. We're here. Like, this is Every great. Time. This is going to be fun. And like man, McDonald's more doesn't matter. The big Mac's still going to be delicious. They know oh, how to do it. Man. It was really, it, that was a really good match. And if you wanted to, if you wanted to look at that match and say, this is the beginning of a Montez Ford singles push. Might be Tom. You, you would that wouldn't be the wrong. I don't think that'd be a bad Nothing. way of reading that match. Yeah, AD, AD, AD won't survive it though. I promise you that. Oh, for sure. I think, I think he, Angelo, would, he would not survive. You think Angelo Dawkins won't survive uh, Montez no. singles singles push? You think he's gonna get genetic out here? If they, if they, yeah, if they literally just move on, oh yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll yeah. Uh, there's and I and I love, love, love AD. It's just it's not, it's not even, it's not even, know. it's not even his fault. It's not even, it wouldn't be his fault at all. I don't think people get genetted anymore. I think the last person that really got genetted was uh, well, Tucker got genetted, but yeah, yeah, I was, I was yeah gonna say see, Tucker yes. was the last person, yes. but. I mean, that was folks that thought you know Sony Deville was gonna get genetted when like her and Mandy Rose split up. And Sony Deville is doing arguably better than Mandy right now, even though she's well, not yeah, wrestling. But she's, but she's not wrestling. Though. Yeah, exactly. But she's, I mean, she's definitely gonna wrestle. Like that, her that Sony and Naomi match is probably gonna be something that that's being uh, programmed or being, uh, you know, uh, foretold. Mm. But um, no, nah, I mean, 
I feel I don't I, I'm not I'm not willing to just throw Dawkins away. I think Dawkins is, is criminal. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not throwing I'm not throwing Dawkins away. Yeah. I, I'm just saying the product's gonna throw him away. I mean, it's I, I think it's I think it's less about what happens to Dawkins and more about like the potential Montez Ford has to be has to become in like such like a megastar. I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have even gone there. I mean, Montez Ford is yeah. Let's not saddle him with our like you know expectations about what might, what might happen to his partner that him he i mean he's going to be a star and it's just a matter he's of a plotting superstar. that course forward if it were up to me you know i think i'd probably give angelo i mean i think that i would probably just let angelo sort of play manager for a little while you know put him like put him in a suit and let him come out as the friend slash like advisor and just like keep him on tv you know because because they've obviously got a lot of chemistry and you can use that in the singles division as well you know Everything y'all saying makes perfect sense. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm personally worried. But every, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everything no. you say makes you're, you're right sense. to be worried. You're right to be worried. Mm. I got to tell you though, when that match started, and Michael Cole was, <laughs> Michael Cole was like, after the the Street Profits came in the ring, Michael, Michael Cole was like, Montez Ford has got to be hurting inside, and I was like. Oh, did I miss a gimmick where he's had some personal loss, like or like something tragic <laughs> as befallen him? It's like no, it's because he got his ribs hurt real bad. <laughs> it's like that was fantastic, but you could see just even in that, and obviously SmackDown, that match was just incredible. They let him go out there by himself and do that whole thing. Uh, you can see the beginning of the Montez Ford project uh, taking effect, and you and 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 you and the question now is just how quickly it happens. I think with when we're talking about the draft. That's not a bad choice, man. That's not. It's not crazy to think. Well, everybody knows that he and Bianca will probably be on the same show. So is this a? Is this like, if Montez Ford gets drafted to Raw, I'll probably be sad because it because it will sort of like, you know, it, it will make. It, I think it, it'll be a straighter line to that. But then I guess if Montez Ford, I mean, to what to what Evan's talking about. But I guess if you if you put him on Raw, you could you know, throw him in a new hurt business or something and or just give him another partner, you know, give him something else to do and 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 separate on a different show then maybe there's a maybe there'd be more opportunity. But who knows? I mean, I, it's uh I I think that the Montez Ford project is in full is 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 going to be in full swing. Whether or not the draft has any bearing on that, I guess we'll see. Um is there anybody else from the show tonight? John asked this earlier who would benefit from a move to the other show? Anybody who was on the card tonight who you think would be better off going on the other mm. show? Look up and down that I card. Looking at it right now. I mean, maybe maybe Big Almost. I can see Almost on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Almost with Fox, with the Fox brand. Oh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I can see Almost on, on SmackDown. That. I could see... Uh, yeah, I would say Almost. Yeah, he's probably the only one. He's probably the one that's... I mean, he's... He's a, he's a future main eventer, man. I I know people no get question. really upset no when they say that, question. but that dude is an attraction. Every time yes. he see, he's, you know, the, the 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 WWE don't have a guy like him. Nobody really has a guy like him. You know what I mean? Somebody no. who's young and huge and getting better every day. That dude is gonna be main event for a long time. Man. He's a star, bro. I'm telling you, he's a star, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Uh Haywood Wong, that's a good choice. Carmella probably to Raw. That's a possibility. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, listen, Carmella, Liv Morgan, both of them. I mean, they could both of them could, you know, just they could could use just an opportunity. I mean, and tonight was certainly an opportunity. So, but but I think Carmella to Raw makes a certain amount of sense. Um there might be some, you know, backstage issues, conflicts there as well, but who knows? Uh, oh, no, no, she would be on Raw. So, yeah, Raw makes a lot of sense for that. Uh, and I think that there's, uh, I think, you know, I mean, I've all, I've been, I think Charlotte Flair to, to SmackDown makes a lot of sense too, although, like we said, that whole, that, that SmackDown side just is really, really tangled up right now. So, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to make predictions based on that stuff. Um, uh, Zaheer asked, oh no, well, I said we weren't talking about this on the last show, but this is a fun time to talk about it. Uh, do you think that Big E will be turning on the new day at any point? No. <laughs> Next <laughs> question. <laughs> nope. Good. I'm glad we got no. that out of the way. <laughs> Let's stop doing this. They're never going to break up, guys. It's not, it's not going to happen, guys. They'll never break up. It doesn't it's like happen. Not, it's, just, it's like, it's like not going to happen. <laughs> it's oh. just not going to happen. Oh, wait, wait. Here's a good question. There's going to be at least a couple of NXT call-ups. 
uh, for the draft. Who do you guys have, have any I, thoughts I, on who I, that might I, be? Yeah, I could see Hit Row being on SmackDown. Yeah, I could. I too. could see Hit Row being on SmackDown, man. I I could see that happening very quickly. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good call. That's a good call. I could see uh, Legato. I like, I like Legato. Legato. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hit Row, Hit Row, definitely on SmackDown. I could for sure see that. What about what about e, what about EO? Oh right, Io Shirai, definitely. That yeah, boom. There's there's the answer to your 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 women's roster questions right there. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that she's a more natural. Well, I mean, she can go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, Io Shirai is just such is so great. It's so great. Superstar. I, I kind of saw her Superstar. as a SmackDown player, but yeah, but she's got a. I mean, she needs. She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. She needs that opportunity. They need her. Dakota Kai as well. Zaya Lee. Like, Dakota Kai. Yeah. Dakota Kai is a really good call. Yeah. Zaya's over. Zaya's overdue. Yeah. I mean, you know what, dude? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make one bold, bold prediction when it comes to NXT. Ooh. I'm gonna say Braun Breaker is getting called up. Really? <laughs> that quickly? Damn. That would be, listen, yo. Yeah. Honestly, bro. <laughs> honestly, honestly. I would lose. I would lose it. Is there? Is there a hotter wrestler? In WWE, all across three brands, like how when you're naming like the guys with the most buzz right now, My how many goodness. guys? How many guys do you name before you get to 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 Braun Breaker? Braun Breaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> how soon do you like you? It, it's not that many. There's there's maybe like four or five people that I look at right now, and I'm like, that guy's a star. Like that guy should be like. When I'm watching Braun Breaker, I'm like, I could definitely see him. You know, in matches with. Bobby Lashley tomorrow and not look out of place. Uh, I, I can see that. He's a star, man. He's box office. I just think it's an easy pick, man. I, I mean, I think I, it, would be, it would be surprising if they did it. But, yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? He's, he's, I mean, he's not ready in a real conventional sense, but is he, I don't know, is he, like, going to be significantly more ready a year from now? Is he going to be, Who's like, well, ever really ready? Yeah, I mean, put, him on the, put him in the spotlight. <laughs> put him, him, put him, him, in, put him uh, in a main event. No, I mean, put I'll put him like in this, event. I, I, it would be a, It would be a fun thing, but I think I love, I love, I know we spoke about on the past episode on Mass Man Show. I really dig what NXT is doing, and I think him kind of being able to, to spread his wings on that show and work with Ciampa and work with Pete Dunne and work with, um, right. what's the other guy, the other big guy with Pete Dunne? Uh, Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Like, I think that's that's great speed for him right now. But it would be, it would definitely shake things up if he ended up on Raw on Monday. <laughs> One other guy who's really interesting, except for the fact that I don't know how much how broken continuity you would have to get in this whole thing, but but uh, Dexter Loomis is a dude who's just like you know it's it, it's kind of time you know yeah. and and he could be he could be a real good addition to either side, but you know at this point feels a little bit like a raw guy to me. But yeah, it, oh okay, I'm just going to WWE.com for the record because I was I was just yeah. looking for something <laughs> and just to see if there was any and now I'm I'm, I'm literally checking in real time. To see if there's any explanation for this, uh, for the ending of the main event. All right, let's see what we got here. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said top nope. rope malfunction. They're just selling it as a top rope malfunction. Well, well, Roman did look look to the heavens and think like he looked like he was thinking a higher power. For- he was doing the best he could do. He was that's 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 how. So he's so damn good now, man. But yeah. like. He, looked, he was trying, man. He really he looked trying. like he was thanking God. Like it was yeah. like divine intervention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That came. Maybe that's what it was. I'm gonna go with divine intervention. That's what I like that. I'm good with. Word. I'm good with that. Act of God. Angels in the outfield, baby. Angels in the outfield. Is it? Is it possible that they never that 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 that's the ex that just the sheer happenstance is the explanation? You know, I would hope in a, in a in a more fun wrestling world that would happen way more often than I would want it to. Like sometimes, what if like a motherfucker just slips, <laughs> like you just lose the match? No, nah, I don't know. They got they got to come up with something like that. They gotta, I don't know. That's I'm still kind of mad about that ending. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I'm still kind of tight about that. But uh, oh. boy, oh boy. What oh man. All right. Well, I guess we got time for a couple more questions. What do we got in there right now? Is there anything fun, guys? I'm not even looking. Yeah, there was a there was a pretty good one. Um, from was it Ryan M. Are we are we one thousand percent sure it wasn't a botch? I know it's wishful thinking. Uh, one one thousand percent sure it wasn't a botch. Um, and you know because Finn, 
Wait, they had all that incredible lighting and the cloud over Finn's face, and he took too long on the top rope. I mean, that you could see him like waiting for that thing to happen and sort of prepping for the bump. So yeah, that was definitely yeah. He was up there for a minute. He was up there for a minute. Yeah. So I mean, I I just I just like whatever, man. I'm ready to move on after that. I don't want as much as I'm happy that this might keep Finn in the conversation. I don't want to hear the promo where Finn's like, if it wasn't for that broken top turnbuckle. No. No. (laughs) Nope. Oh, my gosh. That would be really, really bad. Um, Well, let me, let's, is there anything else that we haven't talked about? Any matches that we, that we haven't even mentioned that we need to, that we need to get in on tonight? The New Day win was great. Uh, Oh, just, just in general, like big shout out to Pat McAfee for his, for, for the, for for his first appearance tonight when he just started talking over Michael Cole in Spanish, just to like, (laughs) like he's, that was just the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Um, He's, he's so aware. He's the most aware commentator next to Corey Graves. Um, yeah, I think we talked about every match. There wasn't a whole lot of matches tonight. We touched. No, it wasn't. It was good. It was good for that. I mean, I was excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was excited that everything sort of fit together. And you know what? As far as these things go, I'm not. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb, despite the uh, setting aside the ending of the last two matches. I would have. I was. I enjoyed that opening match. I would have taken that opening match over having Biggie Bobby on the card tonight. Like I, I, I thought the Biggie match was a nice like tone setter. Yeah. I was happy to see all those guys out there. I was happy to see Woods get his stuff in. Let's see. You get the. I'll, I'll never complain about a New Day pay per view match ever, 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 ever. No, ever. and I just think having like listen. We now we know we have them. There's something kind of gratifying to know that you have like a big match in your back pocket. Like we have something to look forward to, you know, everything's not just like a death march to the next pay-per-view and then like, you know, rinse and repeat. I thought it was, I thought that match was a lot of fun and I don't, I mean, I have no complaints about that match. I like, I really enjoyed it. Um, but man, just watching Woods and AJ go at it for a minute there, it was at the start. It was just like, all right, like I could watch this. I could, I could watch this as a, as a one-on-one feud. Like they, there's a, it's so much fun to think what they can do with that stuff. Um, all right, Joe asks, "What's the match of the night, guys? Uh, what, what, what do you, what's number one?" I think we got to go with that kickoff match, man. I mean, I, I got, I got my top three. I think, uh, I think uh, the six man tag with the New Day and the Street Profits Usos are like one A and one B. And then uh, I'll go with. I, I, listen, aside from, I know it's blasphemous to say your favorite match of the night had a disqualification finish. But Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch were throwing down. That was Dude, a great, great match. If, if, yeah, if, that was that was my match of the night for sure. Yeah. And I hate DQs, but that was my match of the night for sure. If Bianca, sure. if Bianca Becky or Roman Finn had ended in like a cheap roll up, without like the special effects or you know without the crazy stuff at the end of the at the end of the main event, that either one of those might have been my match of the night. So I mean, I'm 100%. not really sure how much to like knock them down. Uh, for that, but I would say, I mean, it's, I think it's easy, easy enough to point to the tag team match and say that was a match of the night. And, you know, you know, because of every, because of the finishes of the last two, but it has to be said, Roman Reigns goes out there every single month and, and more often than that, big matches on SmackDown too, and puts on matches that like, no, best in the world, my best in the world. It's bro. not even. It's not even close. Nobody's I don't know, doing it like Roman. Like no I don't one. know that there. I don't know what the list is. I don't. What is the list of sure things? Like Roman. If, it, if there's gonna be a pay per view, like we knew that Omega Danielson was gonna be great last week, right? Yes. We knew it. There was no doubt in anyone's mind. So you can put both those guys on the list. I think. I think people would probably have some dispute. I mean, it's, people definitely have favorites in between those two. But anyway, both those guys can be on the list. Roman Reigns is on the list. I'm not sure how many other dudes uh, or women are that high up there. I mean, Roman Reigns puts on a clinic. I mean, just a beautiful piece of art every single time he yep. has a pay per view match. Every time it is every, every time, time. He, has not, he has not had a single whack match since he came back. Since he came back, he not has even not close. a single whack I, match. <laughs> and then on to, and then back close. to back to the women's match. <laughs> I spend a lot of time. Sometimes they, sometimes you'll get like a like a Sasha Banks match. You'll get a little bit, get a little bit like sloppy, and you just spend way too much time worrying about the safety of the people in the ring or something like that. I, 
the only reason I say that is because I spent a lot of time just like very preoccupied with just like how Becky was looking, you know, and like how like how close to a hundred percent I thought she felt like, and how like what man she was she looked great. I mean, she, she was ever. Becky Lynch at her prime. And, she looked uh, better than ever. Becky looked yeah. better than ever, man. Like she looked like she had new moves. She looked. She was crisp. Her hits made sense. Like she was talking shit. She looked as good as she's ever looked in that ring after having a baby. So absolutely, I mean, you gotta. That's why. That's why she got my five stars of the night. Uh, anybody who comes back and wrestles after having a baby is is a damn bad bad motherfucker, man. So shout out to Becky Lynch. It is, and and Bianca looked great too. I still have enormous qualms about the way that they brought Becky Lynch back at SummerSlam, but uh, you know, heel Becky Lynch just puts into relief how big of a star they have in Bianca Belair, and it's also great to see the amount of faith they have in Bianca Belair to be that star to hold to to carry yeah. that mantle. Yeah, that was the that was the match they should have had at SummerSlam, though, fam. <laughs> oh, no doubt about that. I mean, just absolutely no doubt about that. But tonight was. Tonight was great. Tonight was great. Yeah. And I, and I'm and honest to God, I mean, I know it was a terrible decision to have those two matches back to back and have those be the finishes. But I don't. I didn't mind it in the women's match because, especially if we get that match at Survivor Series, if we get a triple threat that really like you know that they if they really give them an opportunity, um, that could be really fun. And you know what? They could do the thing. They could just draft one of them or both or two of them, and just say we're still having the match. You know, I mean, they they've done that thing. They've done that before. So uh, I guess that's not. I guess there's ways they different ways they could go with it. But if they end up like kind of just like parlaying this into just some other thing where it's like one of them gets drafted to the other show and then we're having a different. What I mean, uh, sh I, I, that would not be that that wouldn't be the the greatest finish. But but I I didn't hate it, man. Kaz, is there anything from the KSR? I mean, sorry, the KRS. The KRS one, damn it. The KRS eighty eight, you suckers. <laughs> Is there anything from the Kaz rating system that you wanna that, that needs to be said tonight after we haven't mentioned on the uh, on the green room? I will I will go through them quickly and and briskly so we can all go home and have a wonderful night. One star, booty butt cheeks, the Alka Seltzer, Priest busting his ass a few times on the twist of fate and that main event minute finish. Mid two stars. Damian Priest with a roll-up distraction victory. Three, yes, sir. Sheamus Priest and Hardy match was good. Charlotte Bliss match was good up until the Alka-Seltzer. And God bless Corey Graves for that Dragon Sleeper audible. Four, the bangers of the night. Six-man tag, Profits versus Usos. Five, the things that slapped Bianca and Big Mama Bex. McAfee working in Justin Tucker and Davy Boy Smith references. I'm always a sucker for some Davy Boy Smith. That crowd in Columbus, Ohio was fantastic. Kayla and Paul Heyman, we need them at WrestleMania. That's going to be the match of the year. And the last but not least, the classic moment of the night. The one thing I will remember from this Extreme Rules pay-per-view is Roman Reigns being COVID safe while kicking ass, going into the crowd <laughs> with that mask on. He'll kick some ass, but damn it, he's trying to kick COVID's ass too with his immunocompromised Respect. Body. So shout Respect. out to my tribal chief. My tribal chief masks up, and you should Acknowledge too. This Acknowledge, Acknowledge this man. Acknowledge this man. But that's all I got. What a show. <laughs> Can't wait. Evan, any final thoughts? Nah, Cass pretty much wrapped it up, man. Acknowledge this man, you know what I mean? That's all you need to do. Acknowledge Roman Reigns. That's all you need to do. But shout out to Bianca and Becky Frill. That's one of my biggest takeaways. It was an it was an amazing match. It was it was a match worthy of a main event. Uh, it was it was it was beautiful to see how how great Bianca's a superstar, man. She she is she is a she's genetically engineered in a laboratory, man. She is not. She is from Krypton. She is a superstar. Bianca Belair is what we call generational, Evan. She's a generational, generational talent. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just interested to see what happens with the top turnbuckle. I hope the top turnbuckle like becomes a star on SmackDown, or I just really hope that they just do something to make this thing worthwhile. Even if it's like Finn feuds with somebody who gimmicked a turnbuckle, I'm I'm just all in on turnbuckle hype right now. I'm turning around. This is going to be the, the turnbuckle is the new Bray Wyatt, right? It Every just time, hit me. It just hit me, Dave. What is it? It was Happy Corbin. 
<laughs> it had to be Happy Corbin. It had oh, to be no. Happy Corbin. I guarantee you, he's gonna be like, "Look, it was so funny." No, 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 no. It just, it literally just hit me this second. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're getting Demon versus Happy Corbin." It's happening. <laughs> Damn it! It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much for doing this, guys. That meaning Kaz and Evan, uh, uh, everybody who's in the chat room in the green room right now. Thank you so much for popping on. We love doing this and thank we you, love you, you guys you. being here. It's been so much fun. And, uh, you know, Extreme Rules was, it was, it was a, this was a hell of a night. Just two weirdo finishes at the very end, which just seems like a big an apologist, but it really was, man. I had a ball watching tonight. Uh, and I just hope the top turnbuckle, you know, makes his, makes his presence known on SmackDown on Friday night. <laughs> Tomorrow night... Maybe the most interesting, exciting thing that we can, you know, talk about right now that that I mean that we can th- look forward to right now is that Raw is starting tomorrow night with uh, Big E versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE title. We're gonna open up the show. I love that they're doing that because they're basically saying like, "Hey, do you really care how the Monday Night Football game starts?" And honestly, I don't. So I appreciate them telling me what I want to see at the beginning of the show. Shout out to E and Lashley. I'm sure they're gonna burn it the L down. And that's a good, and it's and it sounds like it might be a good send off for Bobby Lashley to go to the blue brand as well. So, yeah, sure. Well, if that's what happens, that's what happens. But if this is just another, I mean, listen, if feel if this is if this is a ratings move, if they're just trying to keep things feeling vital and like keep the momentum going, I'm all about that too. If that's all that it is, I'm all about it. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Let's keep the momentum going. We'll be back here on. Uh, well, Evan's going to be back on Tuesday uh, on Mac Mania. Kaz and I will be back Thursday on the Masked Man Show. Hey, hey. Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. We got some exciting stuff coming up. We'll talk very to you guys exciting. very soon. Until then, see you later, humanoids. Tony Schiavone here on the Masked Man Show. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Masked Man Show. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.